There was a big vote uh, among Republicans in the House today to determine a new speaker, and the GOP's nomination for speaker has gone to Steve Scalise, uh, the Republican congressman from Louisiana, winning the GOP's nomination for speaker on a secret ballot that is per multiple sources uh, in the House of Representatives. Uh, a major win, but not a guaranteed path to the speakership. He still needs a majority of the entire chamber to replace Kevin McCarthy, the ousted speaker who was removed uh, by the House last week. Let's get you to Capitol Hill right now. I believe we have CNN's Manu Raju in place. Manu, this is a big win for Congressman Scalise. Yeah, no question about it. This victory coming, barely clearing the majority threshold that he needed to be nominated as Speaker of the House. That majority threshold was at 111 Republican votes. He got 113 votes. The vote was 113 to 99, defeating House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, who had the support of former President Donald Trump, had the support of a lot of conservatives, including the ones who voted to oust Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. But this, this vote to elevate Steve Scalise, who is currently the House Majority Leader, the number two under the Speaker to the Speakership, essentially is a, is a sign that he has some work to do because of the fact that in order to be elected as the House Speaker, you need to have 217 votes on the House floor. And at the moment, as you can see, a long ways from getting that. In fact, there was a debate inside the conference this morning about whether the person to be nominated as Speaker should have to clear that 217 vote threshold behind closed doors in the conference meeting. Scalise's supporters defeated that motion. Jordan's team tried to push for that motion, believing they could help him get elected to the speakership. Now the work is cut out for Scalise, who has to try to avoid the same fate as Kevin McCarthy, who in January went through 15 rounds on the House floor to get the requisite number of votes to be elected speaker. Can he do that? That is one of the big questions that he will have to deal with here. A number of members voted present because they didn't like their choices. They have concerns about some of the answers that these two men gave. Others were with Jim Jordan, and Jordan himself has not said that he would vote for Scalise. I asked him that question going into this conference meeting. He said, I will get behind whoever can get 217 votes. Well, Scalise did not get 217 votes. And if Jordan does not get behind Scalise, that could lead to a messy fight on the House floor. So now where does this go from here? Now, I have to make a decision on when to bring this to the full House. It could happen as soon as this afternoon. It could go into next week. It could go into tomorrow. That will be a key decision here because Scalise will have to ultimately decide if he wants to take a risk, go to the floor, if he does not have the votes locked down here. But a significant moment after this House has been paralyzed following that historic vote, an unprecedented vote to oust Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. Now the Republicans have voted on a nominee, but can he get the votes, can he be elected Speaker, and can they move on these key issues, whether it's aid to Israel, aid to Ukraine, avoiding a government shutdown by mid-November, all major questions after Republicans nominating here Steve Scalise, the House Majority Leader, to be the next Speaker of the House. Boris. Manuraju, please stand by and keep us updated with any new information that you get. Joining us now is CNN's Dana Bash. Dana, you were literally on the phone just moments ago before joining us. A long list of priorities for the House, aid to Israel, aid to Ukraine, but chiefly the House is paralyzed until they elect a new speaker. How big is this development that Steve Scalise is now the Republican nominee? A huge, a huge, but I think we need to underscore, highlight, put in bold, the key caveat that Manu was just talking about, which is that with every other leader uh, of the Congress, House, Senate, uh, all you need is a majority of the people in your party, and then you're the leader. And this is a constitutional role, the Speaker of the House. 
second in line to the presidency, which means that there is going to be a vote on the floor. People who were uh, not, uh, not under a rock in January know that that is something that uh, tends to be difficult sometimes. It certainly was with the 15 rounds that McCarthy had to go through in order to get that. And so the question is, right now, how quickly is Steve Scalise going to be able to get uh, those who voted for Jim Jordan, and according to Manu and our team, it was pretty split, uh, to get them to come over and support C Steve Scalise. So the quick, the, as quickly as that happens, that will answer the first question that you asked me, Boris, which is how and when will it get on with the business of the American people? And look, the pressure is on. This isn't just a run-of-the-mill vote, uh, not just because the government is going to run out of money in about a month, but because of these crises on the world stage. And look, this does tend to historically be a moment that galvanizes and rallies in a bipartisan way the American people uh, and certainly puts pressure on Congress to get its act together. Sure. We've seen it in big moments before. This is not the way it was. And we've seen lots of bits of evidence of that, that hardliners continue to be hardliners. And I'm not sure that even what we're seeing in Israel, uh, for example, will be something that will ease the way for Steve Scalise as it would have maybe just a few years ago to just get the votes and move on. Let's talk about his path toward the speakership, mm -hmm. because as you noted with Kevin McCarthy, there were 15 rounds of votes over four days. He made some major concessions to the hardliners in his party, including that one vote necessary for a motion to vacate. How does Scalise convince those who perhaps oppose him? And we know he's got mm -hmm. some rivals in the House, even among Republicans. How does he get him over to his side? Well, you know, we have to, this was a, a behind closed doors meeting. It right. was a, a secret ballot. We don't know yet, and I'm sure our excellent reporters uh, are gonna find out momentarily, uh, if there were any promises along those lines uh, that Steve Scalise made uh, to not only hardliners, but to some of the moderates uh, who are really upset about the way in which the Republicans, the eight Republicans who uh, ousted McCarthy went about doing that. So we don't know what has gone on behind closed doors. What we do know is that some of what happened with Kevin McCarthy was personal. Right. And yes, there were a lot of complaints about about spending and about promises made and not promises kept, but some of it was personal. So I mentioned that in by, by suggesting that perhaps with the Steve Scalise, there might be a bit more grace in the short term to say, okay, we're gonna let you do your thing. Yeah and uh, not put these uh, the shackles on you. Dan, I hate to cut you off, yeah, but we please. want to go straight to Mano Raju. I believe please. he's in the middle of an interview. Mano. Today, the vote is on the floor. I'm confident. It's going to happen today? It, oh, yes, by yeah. early as three, yeah. Early as three, so you expect the vote on the floor today? Correct. We'll get a new speaker, a 56 speaker, yes. And because of that, because that seat has become vacant, I'm announcing I'm running for majority leader. You are? Yes. Are you disappointed, Mr. Donalds? Are you disappointed in the Disappointed? Uh, the only thing I'm focused on right now is getting back to business. Is the vote going to be this afternoon? Are you guys with me? 
Okay. We, hey, Mr. Dispute, Mr. Dispute. Hey, Mr. Congressman, Congressman, who do you end up voting for? Just now, we're live on CNN. Please. So, do you, is it, are you expecting the vote to happen this afternoon? Uh, that's what we're told. We'll see what happens. I mean, he only got 113 votes. Are you concerned this is going to be take a, some time to get to two seconds? It is my hope that our conference comes together so we can elect the speaker. Well, I'm sure if you guys are still with me, Mr. Mr. Bishop, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Bishop, who did you end up voting for just now? I don't have a comment. Right are you disappointed that Steve Scalise won? All right, now you guys are still on with me. We're trying to get some reaction here from some of the members here. But one of the big things that we just heard was that we expect a vote this afternoon. Congressman, who did you end up voting for just now uh, on, the, on the floor? Or in, the, in, the, in the secret ballot election? Well, I'm not going to say who I voted for, but I'm planning on us voting for the uh, uh, Steve Scalise who came out of conference. Are you, uh, are you concerned that he may not get 217 votes or could face the same issues that, that McCarthy faced? Excuse me, I'm going to... I, uh, I hope we all get to 217 on the floor. Uh, that's, uh, I hope we do, we do that very quickly. What was it like in there? Was, it, was the mood pretty contentious? Was it pretty divided in there? There were a lot of rounds of applause uh, after uh, Steve was uh, announced as the winner. And I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of work to be done before we come to the floor to make sure that we get to that 217 number. Did Jim Jordan endorse Steve Scalise in there? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. I heard that he did not. Is that your understanding of it? He said he would vote for whoever could get to 217 on the floor. Are you going to back up? Well, there's another big question here, guys, is that what will Jim Jordan do? Will he actually say that he is behind Steve Scalise? I've heard now from multiple members of here of the congressman saying that, that Jim Jordan didn't explicitly say that he's endorsing Steve Scalise, that he would skip behind whoever can get 217 votes on the House floor. Can Steve Scalise get there? He didn't get there in the conference meeting. And what will some of those members who may want some, some concessions, will they fall in line? So there seems to be some confusion, too, about the timing of all this. Some of the members believe that there could be a vote this afternoon to elect the next Speaker of the House. We'll see if that's officially announced today. So perhaps the Scalise team wants to push ahead, wants to force this vote right now, and doesn't want to wait this force this to linger, because the longer that he lingers, then the more deals he may have to cut with some of those hardliners who essentially ended Speaker McCarthy's, Kevin McCarthy's speakership. He doesn't want to avoid that. And Scalise so far has indicated he has not cut those side deals. He said that to his conference last night, but he might have to do that in order to get to 217 votes. But perhaps by going to the floor and daring some of the members to vote against him, he may not have to do cut some of those side deals. So we'll see ultimately how this plays out.